0: Moving back in with your mum in your 40s is a bit of a ball ache, especially when you need earplugs so you don't hear what is going on in the bedroom between your mum and your stepdad. I wonder what the rules are about wearing a hijab in front of stepdads. But who has time to worry about a piece of cloth on their head when their baby won't stop crying? Might have a minute to worry about hijab when Amelia is 18. Oof! yelled mum, bursting into my childhood bedroom, hair a mess, bosom wobbling under her dressing gown. "'The baby,' she added, as if I didn't know Amelia was crying blue murder in her cot. Then my stepdad, Mehboob, or Moobs as I like to call him, appeared behind my mum, no messy hair which is a perk of being bald, and put a hand on her shoulder. Ugh. I might be 40, but seeing a man who is not your father touching your mum would be vom for anyone. I have matured in other ways. Note, baby.' but perhaps not in every way. Actually, before Mum came barging in, I was standing by the window looking over at Conal's house next door. Well, at the back garden, which is all I can see from my window. The house where my first ex-husband used to live, which is now, because his tenants have moved out, as empty as my soul, some might say. Mum gave me a suspicious look. She's seen me staring at his home, and she makes subtle comments like, That's what happens when you marry a white person. I don't know what his being white has to do with the ex-wife and son he never told me about. All those secrets that led to our divorce. It didn't matter that he had converted to Islam, which is still probably the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for me. Anyway, after him, I did marry the ideal brown man, and look how that turned out. Mum came over and looked at Amelia. Don't! I whispered, but it was too late. Amelia had stopped crying and was now looking up at mum in mild wonder, which is a look a lot of people have when they're with my mum. Mennaz, said my Dad, stand-in. Let's leave them, horny bastard. Then my mum looked at me with the usual dismay. This is what you left Sakeb for, a crying baby? My second husband, Sakeb, had different ideas about being a parent. He wanted me to have children in the usual way. Sex, pregnancy, labour, that kind of thing. I wanted to adopt a child who was already in a world that didn't want it. Surely that makes more sense. There are already so many babies. I, myself, try to be Muslim about it. Looking after orphans, children in need is something every Muslim should do. Possibly could get you a ticket to heaven. Excellent. But raising another person's child wasn't Sakeb's idea of being spiritual, something he and my mum have in common. But I couldn't change the way I thought or felt, just because my second husband wanted me to. There are limits to what one should do for another. She's my crying baby, I replied to mum, now picking up Amelia, or Milly, as I like to call her, and kissing her on her chubby cheek. I had wanted to foster and adopt an older child, but I got a three-month-old, now nine months. Officially, I'm her permanent foster carer. You can imagine how happy my mum and stepdad were about all the training and interviews they had to have. But when you want something, you have to fight for it. Now mum just humped and pushed moves out of the room. She gave me and my bad decisions a backward glance. It wasn't a great living setup for any of us. But I didn't get any money from the divorce because we just had an Islamic marriage. Apart from the mahar, which is money promised to a bride, it's agreed upon by both parties before the marriage. She can ask for it at any point during the marriage, or if there's a divorce. So I got all of £500. Should have known back then he was a tight bastard. We were always meant to register and then never did. And I always felt too guilty, leaving him for a baby, to ask for what was rightfully mine. It's my fault for thinking that the second marriage would last. Somewhere in my brain, I thought marrying someone I loved less than Connell would make for a happier time. I laid Millie down next to me on the bed, something you're obviously never meant to do, but she smells so lovely and her cheeks are so cute. When she looks at me with her brown eyes, well, my heart can still feel things at least.